You're out of breath? No. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast in the evenings. Yeah, or even late afternoons, but certainly never the morning. But today, it's morning. Got my coffee. You had your coffee yesterday. Oh, it was a momentous day yesterday. Father Derek had coffee for like the first time in a since long college. Time. Since college. Let's just say Father Derek was a little sleepy, and so I went to Starbucks, got him a very sugary coffee drink so he could, you know, actually. Which I very much appreciate. It was very good of you. And, um, did it? So everyone did it, should know how great you are. Yes, thank you. I, that's but the thing I if to I could across. comment, yeah, comment. It tasted too much like coffee. That is hilarious because I, I. What did you order? I ordered a mocha. So it's chop. It's chocolate, like whipped cream, all this crazy stuff <laughs> in it, and then they add like two shots of espresso. Oh, okay. Uh, and then. You and then Father Derek was hilarious. He added in you added half a in, bag of hot chocolate. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it tasted too much like coffee. <gasps> Still wasn't good enough, but it got me through the day, and I slept really well last night. So seriously, yeah. dude, maybe you need coffee. And in the it was morning? only like seven. What if that's the solution hours? that you need just a caffeine jolt in the morning to get you going, and then you sleep? I'll tell you, I felt really weird though after drinking that coffee. What did you feel like? Like. Like lightheaded and dehydrated, like super dehydrated. I think Um, that was not really out of it. Not like out of it, good out of it. Like you were more concentrated, or you were like, no, oh no, I I felt like loopy, like when you go to a foreign country. What is that called? Oh, jet lag. Jet lag. That's right. You don't want jet lag. I think I don't think that was the caffeine. I think that was the the amount of sugar that you were drinking. Oh, that well, that could have been it too, but but we'll blame we'll blame it on the coffee. No, yes, coffee is is from the Lord. (laughs) Are you gonna go first? Sure. So let's talk. Let's talk. uh, Let's talk shop. Let's let's have some real talk right now. You ready? I'm not. I don't. I'm never ready for what's about to come out of your mouth. Oh, Lenten fatigue. Lenten fatigue. I like how you pronounce words differently. What are you talking about? Fatigue. What was the other word? Charade? Charade? Charade. <laughs> what? That's how you say it. Charade. It's charade. Charade is a movie. Charade With, is... With uh, Gregory Peck, right? Never saw it. Is it good? Charade. Fatigue. No, you say charade. F- fatigue. 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 You're saying fatigue. Yeah. Fatigue. Do you just... That's wrong. Like, man, I'm just so tired. I'm so fatigued right now. Fatigued? <laughs> Sounds like you're Chinese or something. What are you talking about? Anyways, Lenten fatigue. Yes. Are you experiencing Lenten fatigue? It's fatigue. Just just live life. Okay, okay. anyway. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel like around this time every year, I start to want to do a different fast or give up something else because I want to experience more grace or I want it to be either harder or I'm just not satisfied. 
Does that make sense? So I, I think, and I looked up a, like a, a statistic of those who are able to be faithful for a week are faithful for the whole time. But those who are not faithful for a week to their promise, they give up, they become discouraged, they choose something else. So it's like starting off on the right foot on, at the beginning is really important. Is, that, is this making sense or is this not making sense at all? I think so. Okay. For sure. I feel but like are you, you were giving me a weird look. No, but I guess I'm, at, I'm wondering why. Like, are, are you about to tell me well, why I was gonna, you I was think gonna that's ask, true? Why do you think? So my, I think for me, I saw that when I was in college where I would be so gung-ho and ready to go and totally jacked up to get Lent started and I had this awesome promise that I made to, I don't know, give up meat for all of Lent. And like the second or third or fourth day, I eat meat either by accident or I'm just like, I can't do this. I'm out with friends and I just want to order a burger and I do it. (laughs) And that moment is the moment where I've really decided to what the rest of my Lent will look like. That first decision where you have to sacrifice something. That first decision that it may hurt to keep your promise is the one that decides the rest of your Lent. I I agree with that. Yeah. I think I would say that a lot of people's resolve is tested and their desire is tested the further on you get into Lent. So if you've chosen something that you genuinely want to be better at or, or rid your life of, then I think you'll remain committed. But if you've chosen something because you think it sounds cool, like yeah. my 50,000 push-ups in, yeah. in a year, well, your resolve over time, while you may start out like super fast and excited about it, is slowly wanes because you're like, well, what is the grounding of this? Why do I really yeah. want to do this? Yeah. Uh, and then you come to realize that you're like, there are other things in my life that I'd rather commit myself to than than giving up meat for 40 days. Yeah. yeah so it so does th- test your resolve. But the, I think for Lent, like, it's not about living a perfect Lent, you know, being completely committed to that particular discipline. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it is. No. No, uh, that's not the It's goal not a of successful Lent. Lent. Yeah, no. If you remain committed. I, I, I always thought, and I said this in my homilies on Ash Wednesday in the first Sunday of Lent, that it would be a successful Lent. If at the end of it, you came to realize that you really needed God mm, mm-hmm. and that the resurrection, you would, you were more disposed to believing in the power of God through the res, in the resurrection of Jesus. And like, that that's a real thing to you now. And that God's grace actually is working in your life if you allow him mm-hmm. to. The yeah. death and resurrection theme is huge. Uh, yeah. If you, so say you fall, you like, and you die to your particular resolution. The next time, if you're committed to it, if you really believe that that's the thing uh, God wants for you, that's the truth of your life at the moment. Yeah. Well, then you'll you'll rise from the dead. Yeah. And that's exactly you'll where the the study was showing is that those who would um, early fail early in their Lenten promise or just you know forget about it or whatever, they were more easily they were easily able to give in to discouragement and just stop 
or change their resolution or change change their promise and start over. So it's this idea that um, it's perfectionism, it's lack of self-confidence that you can start over, lack of God's grace working in your life. Like I have to do this on my own and I guess this is too hard so I need to choose something else that I can do on my own. That I can do on my own. Exactly. So it's complete self-reliance. So I think Lenten fatigue is... is this idea that, all right, am I actually allowing God's grace to work? Am I actually trying to receive God's grace? Yeah, depend on a power that is outside of myself. Am I relying on God or am I relying... So like the Lenten fatigue that comes up is, I'm not relying on God. Yeah, you're relying on yourself. Yeah. So. Or your image, your false self. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I like it. But so anyone out there who is fatiguing right now, are you relying on the Lord? Are you relying on Christ yeah. and his grace? Amen. Or are you doing it on your own? And at the end of Lent, are you going to be closer to God? Or is this just a test of your will or strength? Yeah. Um, so good, man. Yeah. Well, we want to encourage you all as uh, we encourage each other. We hope that you two can encourage each other. It's really, yeah, I think that's the best part of Lent. Um, the great recognizing that we, we are, we, we need sort of opposition in order for us to grow. Yeah. And that's what Lent does for us. So I, I, I love it. Good job. Thank you. That's great the first job. time you've ever said that to me. First time today. And for that, I like I drink too much coffee. I really need to go to the bathroom. So you okay. do the shout-outs. Okay. You didn't say anything? <laughs> Were you like awkwardly silent in front of the microphone the whole time? Silence is not awkward. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're never less alone than when you're alone. <laughs> Mary Seas Quarantined is a Mary Seas of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.